Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno, Brad, and Nick. What it do? You're listening to the QTB podcast. I'm your host, Bruno. And with me are the boys of QTB, our co-hosts, Nick and Brad. What's going on? Crowd, it's 75 and sunny, which means our street squad's going to be out there looking for them super stickers. <laughs> super stickers. That's a Family Guy reference for those of you that are going to be like, wait, super, wait, I never got a super sticker. Our Patreon, we <laughs> have some Patreon supporters that got a super sticker. <laughs> uh, I can tell you this, it's not 75 and sunny for me right now. It is no. not at all. You can't it believe is. <laughs> oh my gosh! People have been sharing on the Discord uh, just out, you know, the, the different ranges of temperatures and the snow that a lot of like the the Mid East is getting right now. I'm seeing people posting negative temperatures. Yeah, I don't want negatives. Okay, if it's negative, I'm we're we're, we're considering a climate change because it's that's that ain't working okay. for this guy. I was a winter guy when it was <laughs> when it resulted fire in up school the fossil cancellation fuels and get that. Get that global warming going again, right? Get, that just, doesn't happen I, I, anymore, Nick. You can't what? cancel school because everybody's just so online. So they're just going to say, you got to go online now. It is so sad. That's, it is so sucks. sad. Like, they were, uh, uh, my wife was just talking about this because she's a teacher about how, like, there's this whole system being set up now that, like, well, we already have a virtual, you know, arm of things. So why don't we just set it up to where if, if school is canceled, that these kids still have school. And it's like, oh, man, it's just the magic is gone. Oh, of being like, yep. hey, you know, calling up your buddy and being like, hey, school's yep. canceled. I'm bringing over the GameCube, you know. I don't <laughs> Snow know. Day. I'm bringing over the GameCube. <laughs> Mom's going to drop me off. <laughs> <laughs> you got lunchables, right? Yeah, it's cool <laughs> if I stay the night if she can't get there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting stuck on purpose, buddy. That's right. Oh, oh man, man. those were the days. It was, yeah. You know, episode 137 here of the podcast, and uh, once again, we are live streaming there uh, across uh, many different platforms. Of course, TikTok uh, in that mix. Shout out to everybody that's uh, watching right now. We got our sponsor, winner, winner in the audience. We got somebody, Megan.QTB, Alejandro, and uh, Jess. And of course, uh, don't forget Court Nene over there and Sire. Thank you all so much for uh, hanging out with yeah. us here as we record this and talk about the latest gaming news because, you know, at the end of the day, Quit the Build, we're about community. And while it's fun talking about the news, I think it's even more fun bringing in our our viewers, our fans, the people that are supporting us to get their takes on what's going on in the gaming world as, uh, as well. Right, Brad? Yeah. Completely. I 100% agree. I mean, we're, we're, we're about what's going on in the world, but we're about what's going on with our family. We love to get your take on what we're talking about. I mean, because you're just as much knowledgeable and valuable on what we're talking about as we are. So we love to hear what you have to say in the chat. And Nick does a really good job of checking in on that because I don't. So (laughs) (laughs) say what you need to say. Nick will will see it and we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. And uh, yeah, talk we will because it has been a very, very busy week for news. Uh, the big stories we're going to be getting into a little bit later, talking about uh, everything from, uh, you know, great news about this uh, this release of uh, Hi-Fi Rush on uh, on Xbox and beyond, and of course, on on Game Pass, just, just exceeding sales targets in a way that you're not going to be expecting. And also a story about uh, Rumbleverse, which is another uh, Battle Royale-style game from, of course, Fortnite Megagiant uh, Epic Games. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it seems like we are 
once again seeing the consequences of just a live service environment where everybody's trying to get people to play their games for 100 hours per season and there's just so many hours in the day um, that I can barely keep up with one, let alone them all. So, well, we'll get into that. That that I think it's going to be a good topic about uh, just the, the the battle royale, or at least the live service space right now, and uh, how how developers and publishers can try and find their their piece of the pie without requiring all of your time, right? Um, but of course, guys, before we get into that, uh, one uh, one big topic we always like talking about is going round the horn, as it were. And uh, saying what you what you've been playing this week, so I guess we'll start with uh, what do you have? What do you have, Bruno? Yeah, I know you're a busy dude, but I mean, you got you got some games going on, man. Uh, you know, actually, I've been playing a little bit of a little bit of everything. I've been playing Grid Legends, getting in there with that. Uh, downloaded some new stuff for Assetto Corsa because they always have some some new goodies on there. Um, I tried out a new little product, the resolution, uh, converter, and it didn't quite work for me. Uh, I, I think this is actually a good solution for anyone that has a cheaper, um, um, rig that's not a that's not one by fanatech anything from logitech and actually you can plug this in and use your logitech wheel which um is usually proprietary to either playstation or xbox and then use it with anything in any game including like uh, mario kart and that kind of stuff so uh really cool product unfortunately just didn't work with uh the setup that i have it's just a little bit um it's 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 a newer one, so they haven't quite caught up to that yet. So I'm hoping that maybe down in the future they're gonna have that. But you know, I've been trying to just uh, trying to just enjoy gaming when I can. And of course, Nick, I've been spending this week play, playing Goldeneye. Okay, I'm of going course. through. Of course, yeah. It released. I'm super stoked about that. I know I got a sound in here somewhere for that. We'll find it eventually, but I'm telling you, <laughs> it is just amazing to be able to go back and play this game. Finally, yeah. after so many years, we gamers have been looking forward to this release, and mm -hmm. I don't even care that it's not remastered, right? Like, I, I just wanted to play it with modern controls, okay. and Xbox has delivered that, like, you know, in the in a package that you can get right with uh, Game Pass, or if you have Rare Replay, it's a free update on that. So a lot of right. um, that was actually a free game a while back on Xbox Live Gold. So hopefully, you know, everyone has access to that. But an amazing game. The only thing it's lacking, of course, is online multiplayer, which is exclusive to Nintendo. Um, but then again, Nintendo has not updated the control scheme. So if you get on there, you're going to be confused as all get out trying to figure <laughs> out where to go. And I realized that that's why we're so good at first person shooters, because <laughs> I it was so archaic. Remember that, Brad? Remember the N64 controller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I actually was reading an article and they were talking about ranking controllers all time and which were the best and worst controllers and i yeah. have to tell you this article was kind of given a shout out in a not so good way to the n64 controller because that thing was just all over oh, yeah. the place right mm -hmm. i mean joysticks and the d-pad and the yellow arrows had i mean one handles, of the controllers had yeah. yellow 
I mean, you yeah. know, I just, but if we could figure out how to shoot on that and aim on that, I mean, no wonder we're doing so good on the, you know, these Xbox, you know, and PS5 controllers these days. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were ready for dual sticks. Yeah, because I mean, it's been an interesting comparison point. A lot of people are are chatting about, you know, the differences between the versions right now. And, you know, the the, the online multiplayer is really just a, a it's a technicality because the switch has the ability for people to remote into your session. So it's not like there's some kind of like online matchmaking. It's you are very much just emulating the original game. Um, and with that comes a huge downside on the switch side, which is that you have to play it with the original controls. A lot of people, you know, they don't have the N64 controller. It is very hard to come by. Um, and the, 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 the aftermarket price on this thing right now is like, you know, three, four times what you would pay for it on the Nintendo shop because it's so in demand. So if you don't have that, then you're pretty much going to be trying to, you know, use a regular, you know, two axis thumbstick and you're like, wait a second. No, this is, how do I, how do I aim? It was funny because somebody was showing... There are there are a billion lots yeah. of controls in there. You go into settings, yes. a lot of different ones. People have found some ways that you can get around that to give yourself modern controls. Yeah. There is a way uh, to to look it up, but it's not native, right, Nick? Like you you still have to do some finagling. There, finagling is an understatement. Yeah, and I, I saw someone figure out like if you have two controllers, you can use. There's an actual like control scheme in there in the original game that uses two, for two controllers. controllers for, yep. One for looking around and one for movement, so you can actually use two control N64 controllers to get a, a uh, modern experience. We need a QTB word jar. Finagling is like a four dollar word. I want to put it's, some oh, in that's jar. Gotta be. That's gotta be. Oh, I'm I mean, just saying, nice. right? The consonants alone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah that's a, that's a good one but anything else you've been hopping into there bruno uh between that and and trying to keep up with a little bit of fortnite you know especially considering dragon balls uh what is this dragon ball super i think released today so they got like gohan son yeah. gohan and piccolo have been added to it so i gotta go and grab uh, grab Son Gohan and and add that to the collection, of course. So right. I'm going to be jumping on some Fortnite here. There's just so many games right now and so many games coming out. I'm excited about Hogwarts Legacy. I got to tell you, Brad, uh, we're, let's ask you, first of all, are you excited about Hogwarts Legacy? Is that something you plan on picking up? Oh, yeah. I would say the only person that's more excited about that than I am is my wife. She wanted to pre-order it and is ready to get into that game like you can't believe. And I'm like, honey, we're getting it for the Series X because it's going to look so much more incredible on that than any Mm -hmm. other platform. Oh, right. Yes, you better be ready. We're we we not just me. We will be diving (laughs) into that game quite, quite a bit. So my uh, wife is a Harry Potter super fan. So sure. And Bernie, you were saying that some of the early reviews for that are our impressions are coming in and it, it's looking like it's going to be, you know, on the on the critical side, a, a big success. You know, it's it's actually being developed by WB Games, which is developed the um, or being published rather by them. But, you know, they've got their hand in a lot of great games as well as the Arkham series, which was just an amazing series that built upon itself. And I think that that's something that's going to be um really helpful for Hogwarts Legacy. I know the team behind it has has done 
everything in their their power to be forthright and open and honest with what this game actually is. And I think that it is the game we've been waiting for. That's what I'm hearing from reviewers like T. Martin and a lot of people who got ac- early access to the game. It's it's something that we would have you know absolutely loved to have had when we were growing up, and the and they just came out with, uh, you know, a Harry Potter game. And I think we've all been wanting to step into that role where we get to be a part of of the the experience. We get to create yeah. our own character because as kids growing up in the 90s, Nick, we did not get our Hogwarts letter, remember? We okay? never, it never came. It never you know, came. Some people are so, still waiting. Yep, still waiting. <laughs> so we could, it could all be in there. I mean, who knows? Yeah. They you do know, call gotta, me Bruno Stradamus. They do. They do. And the ones that are I'm still waiting saying, for their letter. Yeah, go ahead. I got a letter from the president when I got married, but I couldn't get a letter from Hogwarts. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? What? what? Dude. You didn't know that? You're a quick you're letter a of the day. Okay. You, you, if you send in your wedding invitation to the White House, you'll get a letter, a, a, a little congratulatory letter from the president. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard about that. Okay. <laughs> Mr. That's yeah. awesome. You know, oh, I was Mr. reading a, a, a life pro advice tip on uh, on on Reddit. I think it was talking about how like, hey, if you're gonna get married, send a uh, wedding invitation to like every billionaire that exists in the states, uh, because what'll happen is their their receptionist, because they're not gonna get, they're not gonna take the mail. The receptionist is gonna get it and be like, oh, we we got to send them a gift, like they must know us. <laughs> and you could very easily end up getting a toaster from Elon Musk. Okay, that's hey. all I'm saying. That's he could get a nice a, a toaster nice, that's yeah. been to space. A space toaster. A space yeah. toaster. Say, yeah. yeah. Where's where's Tim Curry? Where's the solar where toaster? It just runs on solar power. Tim, set him off. TikTok, set, set him off. So he goes. Oh, I got I got to enable that for these streams. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So great stuff. Um, yeah. Wow. What a what a what a segment there, Bruno. I know. You know, on my side. Um, we're going to be diving into this a little bit later. You know, I, I made sure to, to play a little time there with uh, with Hi-Fi Rush that did come out um, this week. I'm just excited for this week in games in general um, because also uh, was it Age of Empires 2 is getting an Xbox and I believe Game Pass release. Uh, I, look, you know, I I put in some hours because I had a I had a potato PC like most people back in the back in the 90s and, and the early 2000s. My little gateway, you know, came in the cow box and never got upgraded. And, I remember that. Yeah, there were only certain games you could play that really didn't push the 3D envelope. And Age of Empires 1 and 2 ran beautifully on on my pc just a great strategy game it's a lot of fun and i've heard it's it's got some some modern you know creature comforts there to, to properly translate it from a mouse and keyboard over to a uh, to a controller so i'll be playing that aside from that mostly just been uh spending a little more time building out my uh my retro game collection which yeah. has been fun because i've had a chance to go to actual you know retro game stores kind of in my vicinity and uh you know just just seeing what they have available it's it's very important because I'm learning the hard way that, you know, it's very possible in the, these days when, when games command a high price that people will create reproductions of the original packaging. Um, mm-hmm. So much so that unless you are a very savvy consumer, you would never know that what you're actually taking is not the original thing. And then, of course, as, as a collector's item down the road, that may not have the, the same value. So I, it's, it's very important that I actually go and actually inspect it. So no joke, there was one place where I'm like, OK, and I'm, I'm going to put on a show for this guy. They, they bring out the game that from from behind the case. Um, cause it's fairly, a fairly uncommon game and your boy gets out the rubber glove. Okay. I got the rubber glove. I said, <laughs> oh, I got to inspect this. I got to, 
I got to inspect this. Okay, so I'm 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 pulling it open. You know, I, I'm I'm the dead. I'm looking for the serial number on the disc. I'm looking for all the little <laughs> features. I, your boy's been doing research. You know, it's like Antiques Roadshow out here. You know, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, no, not good enough for this guy. You, you can put that back. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Denied. <laughs> what? I'm telling you. I don't it's, even uh, have a button for that, Nick. Uh, I, I don't I mean, even have a. I don't. I, yeah, you, you didn't. You didn't think I'd do something like that. Yeah, you just didn't think I'd do something like that. <laughs> I didn't. I just like, just like the amazing audacity you had when we walked into the casino mm-hmm. and you said, "I'm beelining to the roulette table." Yeah, and. I mean, one and done. This, that's one all and done. If you want the rest of that story, if you want the rest of the story, go listen to QTV. Oh, QT, that's yep. right. Our bonus <laughs> Patreon episode. We'll be getting into our Patreon stuff a little Bruno bit later. With the ultimate tease right there. That's I a mean, big time it one. really yeah. was. It really was one of the best. It's still one of the best stories. <laughs> Even though it was a secondhand story for me. You I guys tell got to witness it. I'll, 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 I'll round out the segment, Nick, here. You know, yeah. I haven't been, I haven't. You know what? This week, you just like our mantra, quit the build. Your boy quit, quit, took a break. He said, I, I need to, you know, step back, take a break, refresh, kind of recharge the batteries, step away. Cause then, you know, you just want to clear your mind and get, when you get back into it, that way it's much more fun. So, you know, yeah. I took the week off. I, I had some other things going on. I just didn't have the time and I didn't want to force it. Right. When it's not fun, then it's not enjoyable for you. It's not enjoyable for the people you're playing with. So I said, Hey, you know what? Let's take a break. Let's let's quit the build. Let's refresh, and I'll get back into it this week. And so I'm actually anxious to get back into playing this week because I took the last week off, and it was it yeah. was good. It was a good way to cleanse the mind, and you know I'm ready to get back into Fortnite. I'm ready to get back into. I've been playing a lot of Cars Three, driven to win uh, with my son, and so just do, getting back into those things this week. But you know sometimes you got to take a break, and 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 that's that's healthy, right? You got it. We talk about being healthy gamers, mm-hmm. you know, being positive gamers, um, and sometimes that that involves taking a break so i you know what bravo bravo succinct you know there's another word for you um it's it you know it's very important full tonight you know some weeks i i I bring out the fancy words usually just for the podcast this never happens on our uh, on our game live streams but it uh it's an important thing to do because you know you're exactly right quit the build is all about mental health while gaming and you know sometimes you don't have time to game you know what i mean and this is this is just life i mean we're 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 three action dads on the go like you know it let's be honest gaming time is sparse and so it's uh you know you have to make sure that when you're doing it that it's it's a it's a healthy activity for you and everybody involved so uh kudos man but you know and yeah you're gonna hop right back in there and it's gonna it's gonna be that much more uh enjoyable when you when you do have time you can to, ask Bruno, to play a game sometimes when yeah. i when i take a break the first time i come back that first couple rounds i am i it, it's it's deadly i come back in sharp <laughs> sharp as a needle i'm just telling you i mean we've seen you <laughs> on, on, on the, the uh, controller yeah, yeah. And I, you know i got 10 12 kills a couple dubs on Fortnite. you know what i mean sometimes mm-hmm. you come back sharp you, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You sharpen the senses. You come back better than you were. Yeah. So. And speaking Woo! of coming back sharp, uh, we have to give a huge shout out to our QTB network uh, streamer. That is, of course, uh, Kung Fu Penguin, aka Joel. Just had a uh, beautiful baby boy there. Yay. Yeah. Ronan is uh, is is here. And uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, he had to take a week off streaming, but I saw that uh, that he managed to start the, the streams back up there yeah. uh, just yesterday. So uh, congratulations to uh, Joel from everybody here at uh, Quit the Build. Always uh, always cool to see. And uh, I'm telling you, man, 
baby boys. It's all, that's what we that's what we do around these parts. And, you know? and, and to the mom yeah. and to Amanda, you know, they're they're a streaming couple. They're both out there. Yes. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. Shout out to Amanda too, to holding the fort down with being a new yeah. mom. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah the qtb family is growing all more boys <laughs> oh my gosh the qtb family is growing and i'll tell you what's growing and that is uh the excitement around our sponsor winner winner and their live trivia guys if you haven't checked it out you are doing yourself a disservice because it's so easy to hop in and play with a real live host to win real prizes, you get a huge ticket jackpot. All you have to do is answer all 12 of the live host questions with varying topics, pop culture, uh, movies, get video games, of course. Yours truly, uh, Nick from QTB. I've been hosting a live trivia every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's also going to be coming up tomorrow um, on February 1st. So make sure to check it out, guys. If you want to play the game, the link is in our bio. Um, or you can just go to our uh, beacons.ai slash QTB if you don't have access to it. But on uh, TikTok, you can just go to our profile there at the top left and then go to that link in our bio. You'll see a link to download Winner Winner Live Arcade. Guys, and when you're done playing, even if you don't get the jackpot on that live trivia session, play your favorite mobile games and earn tickets in the app to uh, redeem for your favorite prizes. They have some great Valentine's Day gifts. I love they have this Bulbasaur, uh, Bulbasaur plush that is a pink instead of green and it has a bouquet of roses instead of the bulb you want to talk about the perfect valentine's day gift for the pokemon fan in your life give them the give them the gift of uh, of a bulbasaur i'm just saying you're gonna you're gonna brad brad stunt he's like i i know i know exactly what he's gonna do when the stream's over <laughs> and of course make sure to thing? use yeah <laughs> that's amazing that create that those that you, you can't find that everywhere right you gotta no. go get that right i mean that mm-hmm. is a one of a kind one of a kind prize yeah and if you win the live trivia you'll have more than enough tickets to get that so uh make sure to stop by again tomorrow at uh 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific i'll be hosting that uh, video I game some themed. tickets banked i might have to go buy that <laughs> I, I figured the look on your face you're thinking oh wait a second i think I think we just got Valentine's Day in the bag, so you're yeah, you're welcome, Brad. Um, so of course, if, don't forget to use our promo code What It Do when recharging your tokens at pay.app.winnerwinner.com. That link is also in our bio. You'll get a sweet deal with 45% free bonus tokens on your next purchase. Thank you as always to our amazing friends over at Winner Winner Live Arcade. All right, guys. So our first big story here for the day, and this is coming from Forbes.com, talking about the launch of this new Game Pass title, um, Hi-Fi Rush, and specifically uh, a surprising statistic about the sales of this game. So it did launch on Game Pass, so you do have access to it. But what is absolutely unbelievable, I think, is the fact that this game has out-earned Forspoken's launch despite it being available on Game Pass. The actual individual sales of the game on Xbox have outpaced uh, Forspoken entirely, which is, of course, um, one of the uh, the supposed to be one of the big exclusive titles for the, uh, the PS5 and uh, PC, um, but just kind of came up, uh, you know, tepid at best. Um, but in, in this case, we are seeing um, just a, a an incredible launch of a game that was just shadow dropped out of any I mean, yeah. Bruno, when 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 this game released, I hadn't heard a thing about it in terms of marketing, um, in terms of people that were working on the game, Tango Software, that have made a lot of other big uh, successful titles. I hadn't heard a thing about this. This is essentially a shadow drop, right? Oh, yeah. It's something that I think Xbox is really starting to get the hang of. And it's it, they're taking a page out of Nintendo's book. I think Nintendo has always really done it 
done everything really well with basically pacing out things and saying this is what we're going to be releasing and it's going to be coming up fair, you know, fairly quickly. Uh, this came out of nowhere. And I think that that's kind of how you want to drop some of these games, right? Like instead of doing the big marketing campaigns around something like this or sunset overdrive, like they initially did, uh, just throw it out there and say, Hey, this, this awesome game is now available. And I think, when there's less hype, there's less of a letdown in terms of what people can build in their minds, you know? And I think that we're starting to realize even PlayStation, right? Like PlayStation recently announced the PSVR 2 um, lineup of games. And most of those games drop in February. Like they're just, it's coming up. So along with the launch of, I guess the PSVR too. So, you know, it's, it's be, I'm thankful that the games, at least marketing industry is listening and saying, you know, let's not build up uh unattainable hype around this game. And, and let's just let it be what it is. If it's amazing, they'll let us know. And I think that I think we can learn a little bit from that. Brad, what's your take on something like that? You know, Bruno, I, I kind of resonate with you on this. Like, there's something to be said for the surprise element, right? I think the fact is that people just get shocked by that something's come out and they have to go check it out. And they have nothing built in their minds, like you said, like a pre preconceived notion of what they think the game should be because they've seen like a trailer or a highlight or a clip of something that they think oh that's what i'm thinking it's going to be and then it's not right i think shadow drops are really i mean th I, i'm thinking back like apex legends was kind of a shadow drop right it just kind of came out of nowhere and look at the success yep. it's had and it doesn't have to emulate anything it kind of became its own thing right away like there's we're seeing more and more now several cases of these shadow drops being much more in some ways successful than these big marketed big advertised games that really don't live up to the way that they've been marketed and i'm wondering if that's something to if there's a, a, a not a good good cohesion between the developers and the marketing team on how they're spinning the game out in the public and in industry right because you're seeing one thing and then you're getting something else when you buy it or you, you download it right where when there's no marketing there's no push it's just there you play it and it the game speaks for itself so mm -hmm. I want, I'm wondering if something's there, Nick. Do you feel like there's maybe not good continuity between game development and the way the game's intended to be played versus the way it's marketed to the to, to the masses? Here's I, I you know I was just talking about this with you guys about because as you know guys we we uh, quit the bill we are heavily rooted in Halo right we have our origins in Halo and I know I know it is Bruno's responsibility to bring up the the mandatory <laughs> weekly comparison to Halo. So I'm going to tee up a softball over there, Bruno, because, you know, I, I have to say this, that, you know, it... it one of the one of the frustrations that we've been having in in the games industry are games that uh, that are are hyped up that are spoken about for years and years and years and we finally get the finished product and it sucks. It's not a good product. There's just nothing more depressing as a gamer, right? That that you feel like, oh well, you know, you have to give it a few years and then those few years never come and then the game at best continues to just have little quality of life improvements and instead of working on new content for the game, you get a cyberpunk where they spend most of their time just trying to fix the game that already exists whereas you know it, it's it's a problem because uh, we we've become weary 
as gamers. We really have. I, 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 I really enjoyed the gaming days of yesteryear where games would just come out and you might hear a little about a little bit about it in like a gaming magazine or something, but the game would just drop. You'd get the reviews, you check out the game, bada bing, bada boom. I love in modern times how that can be taken to the next level by a game being released out of thin air and being not only amazing, but instantly accessible. I love that. That's the thing you couldn't do before, yeah. where now a developer can say, hey, here is our game. By the way, go get it, right? It's it's yep. available now. Apex Legends did it best as a live service game. This game is now coming in clutch as a $30 title. And the point that I want to bring up, Brad, is that we have now this uh, this un, undebatable proof because this is always a talking point that people want to use when they disparage game pass that when a game goes on to game pass that it's you know you're you're getting all your money up front and that there's no benefit long term to being on the service and then over time people will forget about your game and there's this term coming up of a, of a game pass quality game where the game is rushed out the door the exact opposite is happening guys you're seeing these these studios create these smaller experiences that are worth way more than the 30 price tag that you're getting come out on day one in outstanding condition guys the game is outselling a ps5 exclusive even though you could just get it on game pass right now think about how many people have game pass that many more people said you know what i'm gonna go ahead and just buy this game outright support the developer or yeah i don't need game pass this game looks good for me the sales numbers that are popping up from this article from Forbes show it outperforming an exclusive despite the lower price point i mean it, it, it's it's a success a story all around right like a 70 dollar for spoken seventy dollars because yeah. PlayStation's already committed to nickel and diming their their fans for exclusives because that's you know they're living and dying by that. So uh, you're right, Nick. I think that this is proof that that model can work. I know you, Brad. You that's that's something that you feel strongly about in terms of Game Pass's value to as a customer, right? <laughs> hundred percent. I think for me, it's, it's when those all of a sudden show up, like I forgot that Goldeneye was dropping and you had sent me a message like, Hey, Goldeneye's on game pass, go grab it. I was like, Oh yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I mean that there's, there's no other way to experience that. Right. And I think what we're seeing is that the shadow drop is becoming a very, um, business savvy, um, strategy, right? It's not just in gaming, right? We see that with with artists in, in the music industry. They'll just shadow drop an EP or shadow drop an album. I mean, Taylor Swift's done it. Beyonce's done it. Drake's done it. And I mean, yeah, granted, they've got that credibility in their industry, but so do these developers. So to be able to pull that out of your back pocket and just be like, yeah, hey, everyone, I got a new album. I got a new game. Go pick it up. It, it, it speaks for itself. The game doesn't need to stand up to anything that's been said about it before. All it is is that it's it's your eyes on it the first time. You get to you get to talk about it and see it without any bias going into it. And I think we don't have that opportunity that much anymore. And I think we're losing that. There's almost kind of a um, a jaded aspect to gaming now because there's so much hype around these. And that's the caveat with with Hogwarts Legacy. We got to be careful, right? It's getting a lot of hype, a lot of push, a lot of marketing. Even some of the initial reviews are good. Okay, all of that is becoming bias in our minds as we wait for it to come out, right? So kudos to Hi-Fi Rush. I think it's another one of those, again, winning winning examples of where the the strategy or the, the, the traditional marketing campaign for a game isn't always the right formula. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a very unique formula, right, Bruno? I mean, this this game, there's a reason why it's selling well. It's it's because the game 
uh, it really pops. I, uh, you know, I, I had seen you initially when the game had dropped because again, I had no idea when it came out. You, you showing it to me as it has, was already available on Game Pass was the first I had seen of it. Uh, of kind of comparing it to Sunset Overdrive, even though it's more of a rhythm game in it, in its own right. Yeah. Um, that the visually speaking, there's definitely some uh, some Sunset Overdrive vibes coming with those uh, those bright, uh, you know, uh, uh, almost cell shaded graphics, right? Yeah, no, it is cell shaded for yeah. sure. It's 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 a you know anime style looking world and that's something that we're not seeing a lot of and i think that that's you know it's very jet set radio right and even phil said he'd love to bring back uh jet you know jet set radio to the modern console and i think that this is this is the spiritual successor to that it's kind of an open you know open playground sandbox if you will um you know rhythm based game and and i'm excited to kind of get in and try it i'm going to be doing a lot more videos and stuff for youtube and this is one of the videos that you're this is one of the games that i'm going to you know you know check out and see what it's all about because uh i think that that's where you know game pass's value comes in right um in, in games like this and you know to brad's point i think you know, there have been a lot of overhyped games in the in the past few years that we have really been let down by. And uh, I don't think there's a huge marketing push behind Hogwarts Legacy right now. I think they're going down the route of influencer where they're letting people actually try the game and they're giving you honest, you know, feedback and reviews. And I think that for the most part, this is going to be, you know, this when you when you as a developer give an influencer uh, free access essentially to the game and let them run around and do what they want at certain portions within the game. That's very bold. We're not seeing a lot of that now. We're seeing a lot of embargoes and those are red flags, right? Like we don't want you to release your review until the game comes out just in case it flops and people don't buy it, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the red flags that we're starting to see in terms of like gaming. But when you are, are up front and, and showing people and saying, here is the game, um, you know, I, I think that speaks volumes. And, and look at the numbers already. Hogwarts Legacy is already the most sold game of 2023, and it's not even released yet. Yeah. You know, so we're I would say the days of uh, pre-ordering are over, but clearly not. Right. As people gear up for for something like this, um, you know, uh, Nick, and in terms of Game Pass, you know, when you see something like this, what makes you think that, you know, where is the quality gone with Game Pass that you mentioned before, like, you know, a Game Pass title, you know, because obviously with games like uh, Halo kind of missing the mark and going to Game Pass, I, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it can be a really good thing for gaming, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was just looking up a list here of, uh, you know, third party uh, Game Pass titles because there's just so many, uh, you know, it, it's it really the third party is what has propped up Game Pass the last year. Right. You know, Phil, Phil's come out and said outright like, guys, 2022 was not the year, uh, not our year yeah. for first party titles. And it was definitely a valid critique of, of Game Pass if you're looking for uh, the exclusivity side that comes with uh, the day one access to games that uh, release on Xbox and PC. But I mean, it has been a a a very big year, I think, um, of last year uh, for so many games that have come out that have been available day one. I mean, you're talking about uh, what, uh, you know, a Plague Tale had uh, made it just across the uh, the, the finish line, Slime Rancher 2. Um, I mean, I could just go on and on about all of these really solid titles that that kept kept things going, right? Yeah. And and that that's my big point is that instead of just pointing to one particular game, I just think that um you know there is so much importance, you know Brad had been talking yeah. about his ability to just hop right in there and even find some deep deep cut games like yeah. the Jeweled. I I had just popped in Peggle. Um because oh, I, I I love, love Peggle. Peggle 2 is on there. Um and, and my my game. kid loves Peggle too. Um so it was a lot of fun to just hop back in there and uh, and play that that almost that that old school mobile game, you know, before everything got over overly monetized where you can just uh, enjoy a, a nice, simple uh, physics based kind of half puzzle, half half luck based thing. I am I am a big, big fan of uh, of those types oh, of games. But right, Brad, it. I mean, that's 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 the whole the whole perk at the end of the day is even if you don't get those big titles for the for, for the price you're paying, I mean, you're just able to just pull from the ether just a game out of the, out well, of the woodwork. Think about this. If you buy two triple A, you know, exclusives at $70 a pop, right? And or three, two or three a year, which I used to, right? I'd go for the big titles. Yeah. One, I'd never see or get to play any of those other games unless I rented them. And two, odds are one of those three that I bought ended up not being that great of a game. And I've spent now over $200 on three games. Guess what? For $200, think of, that's like multiple years of the game pass, right? I mean, we're talking yeah. two years of the game pass where mm-hmm. you've got a lot of games at your disposal that you can pick up and play and not play at any time. Like it's yeah. literally, it's, it's, it's the, the library the EA of games catalog, at your disposal. Right? Yeah. EA plays in there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, there's so alone. many things. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like well, EA Play has got the Star Wars games. You've got all the. Yeah. You've got NBA. You know, you've got you know NBA. You've got and you Madden. You've got wanna, everything, right? I mean, I, I, and you're it, you, it, that's a incredible. good point. Well, and it's a good point because there have been a lot of games over the years, and and you know enough of a of a rant on why Game Pass is awesome because it, it just it just it, and I'll go for even for PlayStation, right? Whatever PlayStation has, it, it, when you start to include older games that that you know that were popular at some point in time, I think it it allows people to kind of breathe some fresh air into it because Here's a throwback for you. Xbox original exclusive fusion fusion frenzy. Is oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fusion frenzy. Hip hop. Yeah, you don't stop. Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 I, I, ha- there've been a lot of games over the years that I've wanted to get that I haven't necessarily gotten because I didn't feel like spending $60 on it. And now these games are available. And so I think, as long as PlayStation can realize that in terms of what it's competing against in terms of 
uh, Xbox Game Pass versus whatever they're trying to build, that that's really what gamers want. Gamers want access to all the games, right? Like, it doesn't matter if it, the game was released 12 years ago. I want access to it just in case. Just in case. Well, like my Netflix queue. My Netflix <laughs> list. I, I'm not and then, watching and then it, you but get I'm these gems that come out, yeah. out of the shadows, right? You get these gems that are just, you know pop up when you don't at least expect it but you know what i do need though nick if i'm going to keep playing game pass i need something that's going to keep me energized oh can you tell, my gosh can you, do, do we got something that helps out with that <laughs> i think i think i've got just the thing for you that's our amazing uh partners over at advanced gg guys we're talking awesome powders supplements even pre-mixed hand drinks um with the first ever clinically proven ingredient that helps to improve mental performance while gaming and you're right brad you know, and uh, listen, 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 we're not going to lie. We're, we're, we're getting there. Okay. You got a bunch of gamer dads in our thirties. Even when it's game time, you know, I wrote that jingle about sometimes it ends up being nap time because you, you sit down on the couch and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to game before you know it. You, you haven't picked the game. You're out cold. Your, your gaming hour for the week is gone and your fun is shot. Well, not with advanced GG because this stuff is going to give you the energy uh, through that green tea based caffeine that helps give you all, all of the energy without the crash and an amazing supplement that's clinically proven to enhance your game. You can make that time count. All right, guys, no fillers or chalky aftertaste, countless delicious flavors to choose from. So head on over to our, uh, the link in our profile again on TikTok. Just go to our beacons.ai link and look for that uh, advanced.gg or go there yourself. It's just advanced.gg and then use promo code QTB at checkout to save 10% across all products site-wide. Um, get yourself a great deal and uh, give yourself that, that edge that you need and uh, a little bit of energy to boot. Actually, a lot of energy to boot. Yeah. I, I'm, ho- I'm hooked. I'm ready to do my next order. I'm running out. I need, I need to make sure I got this on hand. It is uh, There you go. Awesome. It works great. <laughs> and uh, Inc. and Sweets, a.k.a. Court and A.N.A. saying, green tea's good for you. Yummy flavors. There you go. Yeah, a lot of people in our Discord have been talking about the flavors they've been getting. Um, and uh, I know, was it uh, Caitlin got the uh, the strawberry shortcake flavor? And you can mix it with milk. So that's going to be a nice little... Ooh. Yeah, they don't tell you that. You read the details, like, oh my gosh, this is a, very much a sweet treat. So, yeah, guys, again, Maybe she can write in and get an ambrosia salad flavor. I'm oh, just saying, you never know. Never, <laughs> never ends <laughs> <laughs> the joke that keeps on Mr. joking. Ambrosia, it does. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Caitlin. I, it yeah. just, I still got you. Don't worry. Yeah, it's uh, it's never it's never going to stop. Um, I'll tell you what will stop though, and that is our next story from Gamespot, and that Bing is bong. the the Play battle royale turn. game. Yeah, uh, Rumbleverse uh, shutting down after just six months on as a live service <laughs> game. This is uh, this is very very. I would say not only uh, uh, disappointing for people for fans of the game, but also concerning about the state of live service games as a whole. For those of you that may not be tracking this, Rumbleverse is a uh, is it not an MMO? It's a battle royale, uh, but more of a, ma- a melee style, right? Where you play as wrestlers in this giant city and uh, engage in these really, really fun, complicated, uh, uh, well, I wouldn't say complicated, but uh, very uh, graphically intense um, melee battles um, to down to the last wrestler. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, on February 28th uh, of, of this year, uh, the Rumbleverse servers will go offline. And unfortunately, the player base just was not there. And, you know, I, and I get it. Look, that you know, for every successful uh, battle royale and or live service game that tries to run the battle pass, that tries to compete for your time, your attention, there's going to be 10 that fail, right? That, that don't even get out of early access. Uh, there's just there's just been so many examples at this point that don't even need to be listed. But, you know, this is Epic Games. These are the this is the the big kahuna, right? That 
you know, even they're, they're trying to have another game that competes in that space with their own monster Fortnite, and they couldn't find the market share or the crossovers or the the clout in the gaming space to make the game work. Um, and it seemed like the players that played the game enjoyed the game there just wasn't a sustainable player base so you know brad when you when you look at articles like this do you think that there is a a concern for the the big picture of if epic can't keep more than one battle royale off the ground can anybody let alone one successful Fortnite? you know uh uh, uh not copy but you know their their take on the on the on the formula well, well. You make a, you make several good inferences in your in your segue uh, topic topic overview. Uh, I'll say this, you know, when, when we bring these things up in our pre-show or our our, our, our you know note, you know, our show notes in terms of getting things set for the show, we sometimes get off on a, like a pre-podcast conversation, and this was one that really kind of got going for the three of us, kind of pre-show. Uh, for me personally, I think there's a little bit of fat- fatigue in the live ser- service game aspect right now, you know, I, and for this one to be shutting down so soon, I almost kind of looked at Rumbleverse as kind of a, a beta testing ground for, for Fortnite. If I'm being honest, I think Epic, if you look at how that game's played, there's enough commonality there where they were testing features in there that they could then say, okay, can we can we move that into Fortnite? Like, can we move, like, you look at mobility-wise in that game, some things that you can jump and run and throw, like, Fortnite's gotten more mobile in the last year, and you wonder if there's a little bit of cross-pollination even from their own com- competing live service games, right? But but if Epic can't put out, in being kind of Epic, holding Epic as one of the, I would say, industry standards when it comes to live service games with Fortnite, if they can't replicate the replicate the, the, the cake mix, right? I mean, there's just so many options out there that you don't have enough time to really devote yourself into getting, getting into the depths of these games. You can't casually play these. You need to commit time. These are kind of not grinded out, but these are time heavy games especially if you've got a battle pass or you've got content that you want to earn because you've paid money to subscribe to something you don't you can't play five of these you have to kind of pick and choose which ones you play and i i think it's just to the point where there's a little bit of fatigue at least for me maybe not for the, the industry but for me that like i just can't seem to get my head around another battle royale live service game i just don't know if it's i don't have the energy for it so, you know, for me personally, that's where I stand. And and maybe I'm Fortnite loyal. Maybe I love Fortnite so much that I don't find anything that I think does it better. But I just don't I just don't think that there is enough, like you said, gamer base out there to have these games reach the numbers that these developers want. Right. They want this to be played in the millions. Right. And if there's just so many options out there, it's just you're going to get a small cut of that pie. I think this is uh, the the console version of the mobile freemium craze, right? The timed, the timed stuff that, that, you know, you used to have, I mean, it's still present. It's still present in in games where you, you've got to wait so many minutes, seconds, whatever it is to populate certain things. I mean, this is the same version as that. And I think that I, I, you know, I understand from a gaming aspect, I, 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 there are a lot of developers that make their voices known that the gamers who have podcasts like us and, and, and influencers don't really know what it's like to be a game developer and, and work in the space. And, and that's just simply untrue. You know, we know our respective, 
um, industries very well. And, you know, having worked in the startup industry personally, I know how chaotic it can be to, to market and get a, a product out there, you know, that is being developed. Right. So, to uh, to their point, I, I I see that they want something long term, right? Everybody wants something long term, but at the end of the day, sometimes a simple campaign that is start to finish an experience like Hogwarts Legacy. There's no multiplayer for that. It is what it is. Maybe there'll be some DLC down the road. You know, maybe there'll be a Hogwarts Legacy 2. Who knows, right? Like, you know, but it is a single player experience. I think that we've gotten past this point where we can honestly develop a, a truly amazing campaign experience and an equally as good multiplayer experience. Those days are over. They died with Halo, right? Like, and, and, and that's just plain and simple. Um, I think when you focus on one thing and make it succinct, it can be something amazing that can fund another project, right? Like that's how the gaming industry works. But to Brad's point, to put everything in the same model, the same live service model, it's simply not going to work. And Halo is the perfect example of that. It's the perfect example of not executing a live service well. You know, you can execute it perfectly, you know, something that's really fun to play and still have misfires if if you're not, you know, if it's not the right type of game, right? And Epic is a, you know, proof of that. Like, they know how to put forth a live service. And, and for, for them to, you know, you know, kind of drop the ball on this is just goes to show you where people want these types of games. And, and there are few models that are going to work out there. I think, you know, in, in terms of uh, Apex Legends and Warzone, you know, between them, those two and, and uh, Fortnite, the shooter range has been covered. It'll be very, very hard for Halo to continue into that. And I know that's their next step. You know, their next step is to release this Battle Royale. You know, there's, you know, release uh, recent news today that dropped that basically said, you know, they're not developing any campaign stuff. They're hitting the reset button button as it were. So you can wait for another two years because that's at least how long it's going to take to get everything going, having known now that they've lost 95 people from their team. Replacing 95 people and getting them up to speed takes a little longer than, you know, six months, right? Like it, it takes, it takes a while to get people up to speed on what's going on. And they're basically abandoning the engine in which they made Halo. So they are literally hitting the reset button moving forward. At, at, at some point, you have to look at that and say there were some bad decisions made from the top down. Right, Brad? Well, yeah, I mean, and just kind of, you know, tying this all together, I think it's all, you know, I would love to see the data on this, right? I think Epic's can can walk away from this a little bit better suited than 343 is going to, right? Because Epic's got a competing game, right? So they are going to be able to say, okay, well, what numbers did Rumbleverse pull in comparison to Fortnite? 
when we launched it, did Fortnite's how much did Fortnite's numbers go down? And so it's giving them a pulse of the market that we're talking about. It's giving you a pulse to understand how saturated is it. Can we pull a significant number away from from us or from from Warzone or from Apex? You know, and yeah, you're right. If you don't do it right well enough, I mean, Epic at least has the liquidity and the size to pull the plug on this and even give people refunds, right? 343 can't. And I think that's another reason why they're struggling and they have to hit the reset button because you you have to start from scratch. You have to give players in the industry and the consumers mindset that this is going to be brand new. There is nothing legacy tied to Halo Infinite, unfortunately, which means, yeah, I mean, people who spent a lot of money on Halo Infinite or into the Battle Pass or bought, you know, bought coins early on and paid a premium for those that game currency, I mean, you're kind of screwed, right? So, I mean, Nick, Nick, what do you think? I mean, do you think there's, I mean, there's got to be data out there that shows us I, that can corroborate what we're seeing here with this potential saturation or these clones of of this live stream, this live service game format. It's so simple. If you want to have a successful battle royale or live service game in 2023, stop doing what Fortnite was doing five years ago. And even even Fortnite or Epic Games is is guilty of this. You know, we, we, we at the very beginning of this conversation, Brad, you brought up my uh, the point that I think is is the most valid for me, which is time is limited, and these these games are all competing for your time because when you invest in the battle pass, you get nothing initially. You might get one trinket, right? But you've got to, you've now you've put money in and now you've got to put time in to make that money worth it. So not only is it FOMO, it's FOMO where it's actually, you know, with sunken cost fallacy also kind of attached to it as well. You know, I, I look at, at battle passes like fall, like fall guys. Um, I think, I think that they are, they are still Mediatonic is still just stuck in the past. You know, SpongeBob is the, uh, the tier 100 costume, right? Everybody wants SpongeBob and they know it, which is why they make you work all the way towards the end to do it. But Fortnite isn't doing that these days. You don't need to get to the end of the battle pass to get the stuff you want you get to pick and choose and there is a progression you can't just go straight to doom guy you know you have to kind of you know bip and bop along uh but you can still pick and choose what you want to make sure that oh well, i don't like anything in this particular tier i'm just going to get the v bucks i'm going to get the the sticker or the loading screen and then just move on to the next tier and by doing so it values your time while they're still getting their money and i understand that they want to keep you know fresh players in the game but you cannot i mean so many of these battle pass systems Sea of Thieves, Fall Guys, and Halo Infinite did the same thing, but with even lower quality items on that battle pass. So, it, you know, the, the, if, if everyone is going to try and FOMO up a person at the same time, of course there's saturation. You have to tune out the noise. You can only yep. be subjected to so much FOMO, and Lord knows Fortnite knows, like, every other day there's and something even, new in there that you've got to yep. go check out. So it, it, We're not even talking about Rocket League. Yeah, you know, Rocket mm-hmm. League is is another one you know that has a has a very very steady um, you know player base out there, and and it's a fun game, and there are some great looking cars and stuff like that you know attached to the later parts of you know their battle pass. So you know it really comes down to um, do you have the player base to support something like this, right? What are you giving your players of value and can you increase that to something that's also valuable at the end game right because even if right like even if you know in the in Fortnite's example they kind of give you something at the beginning 
in the middle and then at the end. And then there's end game stuff as well, which is like additional stuff that you can get, you know, within the battle pass. So I think that there are a lot of, a lot of great ideas that you can take from that. And, you know, what, what we're, what we see in a lot of industries is something we talked about, you know, off, off podcast was people trying to come in and make their splash, right? People trying to come in and leave their mark on the game and, and change it in some way. So they can say, no, they didn't just adapt that. They also changed it or, and, or improved it in some way. And sometimes, you know, there is no way to improve. Like, you know, you, you, you take what it is and take the model that works and say, you know, let's, let's try it out first and see if we can add something later down the road that might improve it. But, you know, what do you think, Nick? Okay, here's what I think. I think, you know, I, if only, if only, guys, there was some kind of live service that gave you a ton of value at the beginning, middle, and end, and for an amazing value as well. Oh, wait, I'm being told it's our Patreon. Yes, guys, visit uh, patreon.com slash build because for as low as $2 per month, $2, I dare you to find a battle pass with $2, you'll be able to get tons of bonus content. I'm talking 50 plus hours of bonus podcast extended episodes of this podcast including the pre-pre-show and the post-post show that you don't even hear when we're live streaming um i got fun facts of course our bonus podcast qtb nights and our qtb nostalgia vault podcast you get the whole back catalog of that the, the perks go on and you got uh, you know ringtones of some of my uh my favorite jingles that i've made you really can't go wrong with the value that you get and it all supports us in such a direct way okay so head on over to patreon.com slash quit the build the link to that is in our beacons.ai uh, link or of course if you're listening to this podcast or watching uh, later on you can find that in the show notes as well and uh, thank you as always to our Patreon uh, QTB and Fuego supporters Epic Capture Productions, Matt.Bat, Alexa Caitlin, Josh, Courtney, Megan, Ashley and Andrea and our QTB Plus subscribers uh, that's Nick, Nick the Dudist Monk Indie Gamiacs, Alan Abadessa, Mr. Grove Games, the Intergalactic Pinecone Fluffy Bunny and Terry the Kitten one of these days that list is going to get so long that I can't do it in one breath and that's when we know that we made it boys <laughs> that's when we hire the guy from the micro machines commercial and uh <laughs> mr testaverde yeah <laughs> i love it yeah that, that that guy got a lot of a whole infomercial in uh 10 seconds man it was yeah, it, the guy that you know the old guy that used to do the let's get ready to rumble he could hold uh, that note for days so oh well, that's, that's yeah. less information <laughs> just very hype <laughs> <laughs> Let's right. get ready for Patreon. <laughs> awesome no, let's stuff. get ready for QTB nights. Oh, uh, well, I think we should get ready. I think you should get ready for uh, quitthebuild.com because that website has got everything you're going to need from our, of course, amazing merch, our blog. Check out our network partners. Uh, so many. Oh, yeah, that shirt is available and also available on our newly launched qtbshop.com with new designs like the Big Poyo T, of course, Devil's Bradvocate, if you enjoy yeah. a good uh, a Brad counterpoint there um, that he is so famous for. Uh-huh, Brad to the bone, baby. That's it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Spread that on a cracker. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, great oh, man, stuff. It. Again, it's all there for you at uh, at quitthebuild.com. You like you like that guys? You know, we got we got all the that. Merch, the merch the mm-hmm. merch qtvshop.com. 
Yes, yeah, the new shop is qtbshop.com. Yes. Um, uh, more than one option right now, of course, we do have the the, uh, the merch currently on our website. That's actually fulfilled through Amazon. So if you have Amazon Prime, that's actually a good choice for you. But of course, the new designs and all of our new merchandise going forward is going to be on qtbshop.com. So stay tuned because we've got some exciting stuff uh, in the works there that will soon be listed, all sorts of uh, cool goodies and merchandise that uh, you definitely have not seen before. So I think that's all that we got for the uh, for the for the podcast what do you got for the people there bruno um nick it has been fantastic absolutely yeah. fantastic we're all gonna give a wave to everybody out there thank you so much for joining the qtb podcast you've been fantastic for nick and brad i'm bruno for bruno and brad i'm nick for nick and brad i'm bruno peace out but it do Stay classy, San Diego. With the Bill.